0: hello hello welcome back to another episode of Loki Genius a very special episode. Um, it is the last episode essentially for the first season of Loki Genius and I am sitting here with an awesome guest, a very musically inclined genius, so to say and I'm just happy to be sitting here with them and happy for you guys to hear them. So rondon Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Oh, we're talking about me.
0: We're talking about you. We came here today to talk about you.
1: I thought we were waiting on somebody else. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But no, my name is Rondon. uh, From Yonkers, New York. Music producer. uh, a and connector. Pleasure to be here.
0: Awesome, awesome. And where can they find you?
1: Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You on TikTok? Yeah, for sure uh that ronda beats everywhere
0: awesome awesome let's get into this i'm very excited to be sitting here with you today
1: Not nah, likewise
0: this guy is clearly acting very underrated understated but don't be fooled because this man right here has worked with tons of interesting people Everybody who is from like a well-known artist that you might know to like emerging amazing artists who have been a big time making their own headway and basically he's his own emerging artist. So I mean, like, don't be fooled, guys. This this guy right here is great. He's amazing. <laughs> but no, seriously. So what do you do? What would you say you do? Because I know you as a music producer musical genius, you know? So what would you say you do? How do you define what you do, essentially?
2: Um,
1: I just create, I feel. Um, the path I'm on just entails of always coming up with new ideas, even if the idea is making, some, making sure someone meets the next person that they need to meet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And sometimes you gotta be a little creative about how that That's goes, true. you know?
0: <laughs> That's very true. So, when did we get into music? When did your creative journey start? You know, like, where did it all start for you?
1: Uh, Music, well, it's always been in my life. I started making music. Well, I started playing music when I was, like, four or five. Uh, My uncle had introduced me to, like, Spanish music, like merengue, and Mm -hmm. things like that. So, I started playing, like, an instrument called the guira. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I, I, I caught on to that at a very young age and that uh led me to wanna to play other instruments like the drums and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So I was very like percussion savvy at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um my interest for production and like making beats and stuff like that, uh came when I was like seventeen. Mm-hmm. So um I started okay. watching a bunch of videos on YouTube, uh, from this guy named Arab Music. I was introduced to his work. By like uh, an old friend, and it's been a crazy journey ever since. I've i just been in love with music. It's been a ride, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, so
0: that's fire. So it's just like been in your family essentially, with your dad teaching you, you know, the sounds of like his culture, your family's culture, and you yeah. took it from there essentially. And
1: then also adopting whatever it was that my mom was playing in the house. She was playing all kinds of music.
0: What did your mom listen to in comparison to like your dad?
1: Uh, my dad is very he remains uh deeply rooted to like his Spanish side. Uh my mom always ventured out to finding anything that sounded good. So it'd be like Shade to Prince to to Lauren to Nas to it was all over the place. She was she she's just new. That's dope. And she also put me on a like, Natasha Bedingfield. Like, all types of music. Like, literally all types of music. And it was an amazing experience. It just opens your mind.
0: All right, Queen. And Thanks, Mom. World. For this musical genius. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. So, why why producing? Like, you know, most people, they see the music industry. They fall in love with music. And it's always, like, the first, you know, casual... I want to be an artist i feel like i can make songs and blah blah blah. so why producing
1: um i don't know i never really had like a a definitive answer for it but based on how things like happened in Mm -hmm. high school everybody was trying to rap all my friends were trying to rap you know what i mean i i even tried my hand in it but the only observation i was able to make was like yo like we're all rapping on the same instrumentals like we're all dropping freestyles Sharing it with each other on Facebook, bro. it's all in the same beat. So it's like, what do we do now? Um, I got bored of it.
0: Like in Nemo, when they all was in little bubbles, and then they made it to the ocean. Yeah, like, you, what feel do we do now?
1: you feel me? You feel me? Like, so my friend, he 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 showed me interest in it, and by the time I got like so attached to it, he came out to me like, "Yo, I think I want to finally start rapping now." So it was like a. A crazy effect on both of us. I started taking it home, I started mm-hmm. watching things, I would study things on my way to school, in mm-hmm. school, on my way out. It just became like an extension of me, really, really easily.
0: You just got real like deep into it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then I made it my business to just get better, whether I started in college or mm-hmm. whatever. But I knew like my long-term goal was to get in the game.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And what was it like making like your first beat?
1: My very first beat was garbage. It was super garbage. <laughs> I, I don't even have that on file anymore. But um, you
0: didn't keep that.
1: No need. That was a prototype. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um. But it definitely got me in the the rhythm of like getting excited to show something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mhm. Um. Even if it was like a four bar loop. I was ready to show my friends. And as it got better, I, I started to hear the difference, and I'm showing them like, "Nah, y'all trip me. I gotta hear this." Like, and my friends was like, "Bro, just don't stop, bro. You getting crazy with it." Mm. And and you know that was
0: sounds like pretty much your friends was just like they were very supportive, supportive.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. But they were honest, because there were times where they was like, "Nah, bro, I don't I don't know about this one." You know, and you need that. <laughs> you definitely did yeah so I went from from that to like going to college for music and it didn't really like catch me mm-hmm. like I wasn't really like interested in the pace that they were teaching Cause mm-hmm. so I found myself like yo like I feel myself being way too hungry compared to all the students in here and I feel like I'm already understanding certain things let me not just do it by the book
2: Right.
1: this, this book isn't going to show me how to get results like You know?
0: True. The book can't teach you everything. Life can throw you that one thing that's not in the book.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you're going to have to deal with it, honestly. But we go. I start going to the radio station in school every day. Like, I don't even go to class anymore. Like, from 8 to 3, I'm in the studio (laughs) trying to make beats, make them sound better, Mm -hmm. make them presentable to people. At one point in time, I was walking around with two laptops, like one for Be- one for beats and one for schoolwork, like, mm-hmm. and that was brutal, like.
2: I'm sure.
1: Um, but I just felt I just saw myself getting better, saw it, and I mm-hmm. just knew like this isn't gonna stop, like, I don't see myself stopping this, and this is like the same feeling I had since I was seventeen, and to mm-hmm. this day I still feel it, like.
0: You still feel the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, That's awesome. Yeah. That's your true passion.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, 23 years, you you know when you feel something like this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, ain't nothing compared yet.
0: All right. Yeah. So, like, did you ever have that mentorship, like, serious mentorship throughout, like, the early days, or did it come, like, later on when people saw, like, yo, you're serious about this, or, like, did you genuinely have to go out and find that?
1: Yeah, uh, I was, I I could say I was being mentored indirectly, Mm -hmm. like I was always studying people from afar Mm -hmm. and just watching how they move, watching what it is that they were feeding me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then as I uh, took more initiative to get out there and just put my name in the conversation, uh, a lot of people started to like uh, show interest in my potential, for sure, yeah.
0: So what these days is like your creative process like in comparison to like back when you had just started? Um, what is the creative process for you in terms of making a beat?
1: I'm chasing that feeling again, and mm-hmm. and, and I don't want that to come with the wrong impression. Like I um, I don't chase to make the same exact beat, mm-hmm. but I just know I, I chase that same level of excitement once I complete an idea, like. Mm-hmm. When I first started making beats, I used to have like this really reckless approach,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you didn't really know what was what. You were just doing what you can, literally, because mm-hmm. you didn't really have a full understanding of the terminology or how to use the software yet.
2: You're working
0: with what you got.
1: From what I know or mm-hmm. from, and what I've heard, mm-hmm. you know, and like, oh, I could try to make something like this. So once I started to see myself get more excited. That would just be the goal, literally. <laughs> you know, as long as it sound good and I was being moved, mm-hmm. that's okay. my process. I don't feel like it. It can't go any further mm-hmm. until that happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's how I feel to this day. I'll make a beat, and if it has me in the studio pacing back and forth, jumping,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know, like, yo, when I play this for somebody, they're gonna trip. They gonna like have
0: that same reaction.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Makes sense.
2: Yeah.
0: So in comparison to now, it's just like is it easier for you to make a beat? Or do you feel like it's gotten a little more challenging just because you expect a little more out of yourself?
1: It's a little bit of both, I feel. Um, certain ideas are easier to translate because some um, certain grooves become more familiar to mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? But then you still end up getting that same feeling as if you never made a beat. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm always experimenting to try to make other things. You know what I mean? I started making, like, soulful hip-hop beats, but now I try the the trap souls, the drills, mm-hmm. the actual R&Bs, uh, mm-hmm.
2: the
1: the rhythms, you know what I mean? Things like that. So you know, I was just trying to excite myself. It's really the goal.
0: That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Accept yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: That's true. I feel like it's just, you know, sometimes you get into, like, a creative zone where you, like, you want to push yourself so you expect a lot more out of yourself or like yeah and it always it doesn't have to come with like being stagnant like sometimes yeah. it's just like all right let's go harder like fuck it like what's yeah. stopping us
1: yeah there's a lot of creatives that i know and they're always saying something in regards to like well i have to i have to find inspiration i need to find it mm. like no yeah, you already you already fucking up <laughs> Yeah, like, it's it, you're supposed to be that. You know what I mean? You're supposed mm. to be like, nah, I'm I'm going to go find it. I'm going to make sure that I make some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to be certain of that.
0: Was there ever a time where you didn't want to make a beat? Like, ever a point in your life where you're like, nah.
1: I Have I had my days where I'm like, yo, I'd, just, I'd rather just spend some time on myself? Yeah, for sure. Um, but majority of the time, I'll do anything to make a beat anywhere. <laughs> I'll take my laptop out on the train to make a beat. I'll... I used to like. I used to work retail when mm-hmm. I was younger, like before I even started getting records out. And while I wait for my homies to get out of work, I'll be at Chipotle making a beat. Mm. Literally, like just to pass the time. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I had a homie's crib. That's my crib, lot. anywhere, literally.
0: That's a lot to be pulling out your laptop during a whole date. Nah, no, no more. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. nah.
0: but serious, what what are you inspired by? Or do you feel like your inspiration has just always come from like within, or is it just like in the blink of an eye?
1: Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I have one source. Like, mm-hmm. um, other things. It could be how I feel being around family. It could be or be how a song made me feel. And mm-hmm. It might not even. It could be like a soul song, but it, that song moving me so crazy mm-hmm. that it can inspire me to make some of my favorite hip hop shit
0: okay you know what I mean just yeah. off
1: the soul that resonates type mm-hmm. of thing it's just it's weird but
0: Some, something else inspiring something that sounds yeah.
1: good will always inspire me to make something that sounds good that's how I look at it yeah
0: that's a good way to put it yeah but yeah I mean I feel like inspiration sometimes people do put a heavy you know feeling like oh I'm inspired today or feeling like oh I'm not inspired today so now I'm not gonna make nothing for three months yeah,
1: you create, like, that, that That creates pressure.
0: True, you know it what does.
1: Mean? And that shouldn't be allowed in your creative space.
0: Mm. But sometimes we need to apply pressure.
1: Yeah, but usually you don't ever feel like that because you want it. True. You know what I mean?
0: That's also true. Yeah. So what are some of, like, you know, your favorite projects over the years? Like, what? what's a project that really has, like, you know, you said something that sounds good makes you want to go for that in your own work. So, like, what projects have you found that you're, like, either you always look back at and you're, like, that was a great-ass project or, like, that really, like, motivated you in the time?
1: Um, There's a few because some of them are, like, hip-hop. Some of them are, like, R&B.
2: We going to
0: hear.
1: So I'll say, like, Four Hills Drive. Mm-hmm. I'll say like September Butterfly especially that album musically is so crazy it's ahead of its time still um then I'll say like Malibu mm-hmm. by uh Anderson Park. that album is insane uh Saunderson by Ben is okay that um pushes me a lot really yeah for sure um There's certain songs on there that just make you realize that sometimes you have to be the one that controls what goes on. Like, if you hear Mm -hmm. something like uh, Gang Over Love, Mm -hmm. it's really just him Mm -hmm. over drums. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you have to be able to be the one to give someone that direction Mm -hmm. and still create something. Yeah. Because you are the instrument. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's power in it. So, listening to his music like that, it just... Reminds you that Music music can still be made From that place mm-hmm. You know what I mean And that's fire
0: Like it doesn't have to be With all the production And the world It doesn't always have in. to be
1: uh, Polished You mm-hmm. know what I mean Like There's gold In that Literally Yeah
0: That's true It doesn't have to be Always polished Do you feel like These days people are looking For more like Realism In music Or like Do you uh-huh. feel
1: like It's just like Certain people do um
0: all over the board, like some people are looking for that that polished record
1: oh uh, i feel- i I still feel like most people are just looking for escapes in their mm-hmm. music, you know what I mean, I feel like that's always been what music is though to a degree um people escape to other things, some people want to escape to go have a great time and go get lit mm-hmm. or you could face what you're feeling there's a song for that, you know what I mean somewhere. True. Like, I prefer that.
0: You prefer the, like, escapism notion?
1: Yeah. Like, just,
0: like, a song for whatever you feeling that day.
1: Yeah, and majority of the I times think- it's, like, something introspective, something that's very, like, I don't know, it just feels way more soulful. It just grabs you mm-hmm. in comparison to, like, a one of those, like, disposable hits that come... What's come. a
0: disposable hit? At, like, as a producer, like, can you tell when something's a disposable hit?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't don't want to get into too much detail on that because I don't want to like shit on a certain subgenre mm-hmm. of of music. But like, certain lanes are just overcrowded. Mm-hmm. I don't think the whole genre is overcrowded. But it feels like certain lanes there's a long line on it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: That line moving though. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't.
0: Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. But that that's what, you know, works for certain people. Sometimes some people is genuinely just looking for a disposable hit.
2: Yeah, I not know.
1: People I don't expect everybody to uh go into the game with the same intentions. Mm-hmm. Some people are just literally trying to get their bag and go mm-hmm. back to their business. Some people actually enjoy what they are doing.
0: True, true. Yeah. You know? Are some are there like specific people who you feel like you gravitated towards what they came into the game with, like producer wise?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um there's a lot of people. Um there's a homie named Beat Butcher. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I I admire like his uh his creative approach. Mm-hmm. Like, you can give him any homework, any assignment musically. And it might not be what he's accustomed to doing, but mm-hmm. he'll still show out. And he'll still have, like, that distinct uh, output that makes you know, like, nah, this is this Butcher. Like, you know what I mean? It's fire. Mm. It's like him, Vinyl's, uh, my mentors, uh, Buddha and Grands, and uh, my cousin. Yeah.
0: So what makes that like that stamp? Like what makes that stamp for someone as a producer?
1: Um, uh, you know these producers all come with a name, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's easy to remember the name if you could uh completely understand their dynamics.
2: Mhm.
1: Musically like like Metro Boomin, this shit is like dark ambient
2: mm-hmm. but
1: super heavy on the mm-hmm. bass and it just shifts you. You know what I mean? Because the the dynamic gives you the space to feel that. Mm -hmm. Literally. Or you could be somebody like like A-Rab music where his shit is like thump heavy because of the head nod and the dip.
0: Okay. You know
1: what I mean? Like it's just that's like their choice of output. You could either be a a Southside or a V-Don. I don't know if you know who V-Don is. He's an amazing producer from New York. Um, He got shit from like ASAP Rocky all the way to like Dave. Hello people. He's a beast. But his vibe is very like cinematic. He's like the new alchemist in a way. Like Okay. Yeah, he's super tough. But I say that to say, like I I have I actually find joy in hearing these new ideas from people Mm -hmm. because the dynamics be so crazy. Like Butcher shit, he'll have like Some super rappy shit, but then when he started working with Griselda, with like Benny the Butcher and Conway, he started going crazy. Like actually going crazy. Like he started finding these very like weary sounds, like Mm -hmm. and these sounds are only hitting like three or four times, but it's how they're being played
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and what space they're sitting in that just paints the picture before niggas even start rapping on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, shit is so ill. Like, I love shit like that in any genre. Cause if something is already that vivid to you, mm-hmm. you don't got to think too much. You literally just Absolutely. sway into it. it. Flows. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: Nah, yeah, we love. Yeah, we love when you can just like have something and then you you can visualize how it how it'll be. Like yeah. you know that it's something before it's like even finished yeah you literally before anybody touched it it, saw it you know do you feel like you've created your stamp as of yet or are you still like finding that
1: i feel like i'm still finding it Mm. um i've had the the pleasure of working with people um but if we're talking about something that i can move people with at a very uh
0: I mean, it's all based on your intention, you
1: know? No, no, for sure. The intention is there, I feel, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how to explain it. Like, certain people will just get the right record. Mm -hmm. And you got to fight for that. But, Mm -hmm. like, I know when the time will come, it'll come. And that's what's going to be like, oh, nah, like, this is your vibe right here. I feel like I have that in in certain parts of the genre. Mm -hmm. But, like. If we're talking about like maturing as a producer. Mm-hmm. I see myself doing some shit, like, and that's when you're gonna be like, Oh, nah, like Ron is in his bag right now. Honestly. come on. What am yeah. I
0: say, guys? Musical genius sitting in front of me. <laughs> come on. No, but seriously, so like, what kind of artist do you find yourself working with?
1: Um, currently, I find myself working with like, um,
0: like, do you feel like you. I mean you don't give me the vibe that you fall into a certain genre each and every time you work with someone but do you feel like you know there's there's artists of a certain genre that you kind of just y'all yeah, gravitate more like y'all yeah, hit it
1: um I feel like that with the hip hop shit mm-hmm. like with 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 Dave and Styles and Kiss
2: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like since I started making soulful hip hop beats and like just gritty New York beats I feel like that's my bread and butter Mm -hmm. like and working with Styles definitely shows that I feel like having the record with him and Dave shows Mm -hmm. that working with like Casanova and Herbo and all the niggas like that shit it shows that like Mm -hmm. that's my pocket but at the same time I don't want that to be like the end all it be all Mm
0: -hmm. for your
1: understanding of who I am musically like you know what I mean so that's why i I speak of it like that
0: okay so you you just dropped some names on us but what was like you know the first time you you started working with dave started working with styles like what was that for you as just like you know like a young a young guy who's like just starting out in really in in the game essentially that you wanted to be in that you have such a passion for like Mm -hmm. what was it like to come into contact with like two people of this of their certain caliber
1: um both times it was very blindsiding i'll tell you that um i had met dave through uh through one of my mentors or mm-hmm. through all of my mentors with uh Buddha, Grins, and mike mm-hmm. they were holding their their inaugural uh still sessions and dave pulled up literally as i'm about to sit down and plug up and that should changed my view of how my deal's about to go. Because I got so shook. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Because like, I'm thinking, like, here I'm about to get feedback from producers because I feel like I have to improve. Mm-hmm. But it turned into, oh, now you got to play shit for this nigga. And it's mm-hmm. like,
0: oh,
1: how's this about to go?
0: You got put on the spot.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, to be honest, it didn't really go the way I wanted it the first time. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Um, like, He definitely gave me a great reaction. But it didn't translate to us having, like, a record. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it, it went to, like, us going to D-Block. I ended up meeting, meeting Poobs, And he bought me back. And meanwhile, I'm staying on the south side of Yonkers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our impression in town is, like, getting a cosign from legends in town is nearly impossible. Because there's always somebody trying to make music in the city. But mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be given the chance to actually sit down, be in their space,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they actually respect what I gotta say in the room, you know. So they only took one beat for Stassi to be like, "Oh no, nah, I know what you want."
0: Was,
2: really?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I made one beat with with Pools when I went into the studio, and I don't think anybody was there at the time. It was just me and him, and uh, I think Nino Man was there. Um, we, we finished that beat the next day Styles is finally in there with us and Poops tells me to plug up I played the first beat and it's uh, Marie Antoinette mm. that's like one of my favorite ones that he did that he got mm-hmm. on from me at least um and I think he dropped that on Dimebag if I'm not mistaken but we ended up working on other records like Ghost Wars mm-hmm. Stay Away and Exotic shit for the Beloved tape with him and Dave that all came about in a series of, like, a couple weeks, a couple months. Mm-hmm. And that was going into, like, the new year of 2018. Um, Poops had called me, like, yo, come to the studio. We're going to have uh, another artist come. And I I didn't know it was Dave. It was He gave me the impression that it was somebody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I pull up. We waiting, we waiting. And then all of a sudden, Dave pulls up. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I didn't even think he was about to be here. Then they sit me down. I'm in the, I'm in a room literally, just me, Dave, and Styles. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you about to get started. I'm like, oh, word? <laughs> so they they finished playing me at something that they already worked on, on the tape called cut from a different cloth. So Vinny Idol beat. I'm like, oh no, nah, y'all about to go crazy. So me still trying to like think, like, oh, what am I gonna give them? I don't wanna start just playing mad shit and just get them off course. So then Buddha pulls up and they do they record Buddha mm-hmm. plays like two beats literally and they start working on the song and they do Shout Out My Hood so me like I'm not trying to be in this room for too long I just want to get them to work like yeah so I find one beat I play it for him it's the first beat so Styles is like off the off the drop he's like oh nah right now I'm like oh word he's like play another one just, just to be sure but I'm fucking with that one I'm like alright cool He's like, nah, go back to that first one. And it plays again. He's like, nah, I need this shit. <laughs> so, that's what happened. And Dave was like, yo, bro, like this this came out so crazy. Like, make sure you give me a pack, too, from that one. I'm like, I got you. Yeah. So, that's how it happened.
0: That was crazy. Yeah. I can only imagine. Like, it was like headspace that. It was overwhelming. in that time. Yeah. yeah. As, like, just a really young person in general. Like, you so young. You in a space with, like, people... Considered to be like Legends
1: Yeah you gotta also Keep in mind I, I, I was already listening to them Looking up to them And just admiring mm-hmm. their work You know what I mean Like Exactly Like this is like 2018 I started listening to of Like 2014 In high school
0: OG fan You
1: know what I mean Like So by the time One of his tapes dropped Before he got the Def Jam I think it was Hate Me Now mm-hmm. Once Hate Me Now came out I was I was completely invested in his sound. So that also, like, was an extra push and motivation. Like, nah, somebody from New York actually bought this back. Mm-hmm. Bought this type of sound back. Let me let me chase it for real. Did it...
0: Did it take time to, kind of like, to... To build those relationships?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a... Reconnected with uh with Buddha once I was mm-hmm. like nineteen, and it was after I had went to a beat battle. I did a beat battle up in Westchester in in Palisades Mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buddha, Amadeus, and somebody else was 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 judging. But I was already familiar with Buddha because I was listening to his beats mm-hmm. for the longest. Um, I lost the battle of the night because I had literally went up against the homie that won. The battle the year before, and that's actually like somebody that I grew to be homies with. His name is a uh, Motif Alumni mm-hmm. He's a beast now. Like he's already he was already a beast then, but like now he's on some other shit. Mm-hmm. And he aired me that beat battle because just because his beat was mixed, and I still wasn't in the right place sonically. And I learned so much from that experience. Buddha still showed me love, and he was like, "Yo, bro, I actually fucked with that beat. Uh When you mix it down, send it to me." So, I could play it for Dave. I'm like, oh, word. And that was just, like, to show him how much he actually, yeah. like, was interested. I don't think that was really, like, the translate to us mm-hmm. actually getting songs out. You know what I mean? But that definitely was, like, another, like, battery on my back. So, from that, it, it's just me staying in touch with him. Mm-hmm. Me, Me actually randomly popping up to events and running into him. So, he constantly started to realize, like, oh, now he's he's really chasing this shit. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's my young boy, too. Like, if he keep going, shit, who
0: knows? Right.
1: You know what I mean? So, by, the, like, the six or seven still session event, I already locked in my first song with Styles. And I, I went to go watch him at a B-Cypher one day, and he came to me. Once they finished up, and he was like, yo, like, I've been talking to Greens. Like, I think we want to start helping you get placements. Mm. I'm like, all right, let's do
0: it. Like, Literally, I mean, what could you say? Yeah, like, like, you're not about to turn it down. That's yeah. something you you wanted.
1: Not for and sure. And it's
0: like for it to become realized and like for for it to come out of somebody else's mouth, somebody that you, of course, like admire and look up to. For for you to hear it from them it's like it makes it all that much more real.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's one thing it to crazy. say
0: I'm going to do this. This is what I'm like working towards. This is why I'm doing this. And it's another thing to hear it from somebody that has seen me work, worked with you and just like for them to know, like for you to know that that person believes in you at the same moment is like is is what else could you ask for?
1: Yeah, it brings all types of feelings, honestly. I was super hyped. <laughs> super I mean,
0: hyped. you just you you gotta have moments where you like, damn, that's crazy, that really happened. Well,
1: you you <laughs> you, you have a lot of those in this game, <laughs> nah, for real. And some of them are super good. Some of them are like, oh, come on, you know. But the great ones, they 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 literally still catch you like they, like you never felt the feeling before. It's like, oh mm. my god, like. It start to make you think other things exist because Mm -hmm. of how powerful these things are, and how it's coming to you. You start to realize, like, damn, I'm blessed. Like,
0: what did it feel like, like, just being in in all those like steel sessions and like, you know, being around all these other people who are essentially fighting for that same sort of spot. Like, was that intimidating, or did it just push you more?
1: I, I was never, I was never really intimidated by it. I was really there for the experience, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I was there to take my notes. I'm a student still, you know what I mean? Um, I just went to observe, mm-hmm. scout, listen, and most importantly, listen. Because I need to know, like, all right, who's setting the bar here? Like, mm. who is it? Yeah. Like, I need to know so I could start fucking with them. Who
0: has the upper hand. Yeah.
1: Like... Who's pressing play here and is having niggas go? Mm -hmm. Oh, nah, this shit crazy.
0: So, I mean, at least it's, like, good to know as a whole that you weren't ever in a space where you was, like, intimidated or you felt the need to, like, I guess just be mad shy and, like, dumb yourself down just because there was, like, other producers in the room or whoever was in the room or, like, whatever the case may be. Like, you always were just... From what it seems and what you said, just very authentic to how you felt in that moment or how you felt just as a producer, as making like your as creating. It sounds like you were just like, depending on wherever you were at at that time in that space mentally or like within your creative journey, you like that's how you operated. You operated within your integrity. You never tried to like show out all crazy or just like. Yeah. it was all talk or like was like nah i don't want to do this because this is this person is in the room and i'm not ready because that that could be hard
1: yeah there's there's certain people that i actually applaud that get their results by being like very animated if mm-hmm. you will like i I don't never feel the need to do that i feel like i can get it done and mm-hmm. plus like i'm a pretty big dude like if i come to you discreetly i think that I might come to you like oh no he, Think he's cool. You know what I mean. I'm I'm six four, six five. gentle like, giant. Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> if I if I come to you on something like, yo, who I go to to get young niggas beat. Like, imagine I'm pressing niggas to, mm-hmm. to get work out. That ain't gonna work in my favor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So going to niggas respectfully and just waiting for the opportunity to show out. That's when it. That's when it happens.
0: That's fire. That's yeah. fire. I mean, so we've talked about you know some of the great awesome guys that you've worked with and that have mentored you but you just last year had you know something to do with Lil' Kim's project and that's that's also an incredible amazing detail to have like any little resume file cabinet yeah it what was that like oh well, like
1: that was a crazy experience how did too, you get man.
0: to be in that space
1: um I had made a beat with with Grins one day in Queens this was like in Whitestone. We was in a studio called SOI, Multisound. Mm-hmm. sound in in uh, Whitestone Queens. We used to go there all the time. Dave used to be in there a lot. Me, Buddha, Grins, Germ,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Hood. We were all in there. One day we made this beat, some some weary-ass beat. And I fucked with it OD because I was like at a phase where I was doing a lot of like heavy sliding bass into my beats. Mm-hmm don't know where i get the call that she got on, on the on the beat and you know me and buddha and grains we, we hype about that yeah you know so the day comes where we finally get to like sit down with her mm-hmm. and she plays us the shit and we're like oh nah it's tough like <laughs> it's crazy and just being in the studio with her like it just
0: what was that energy like
1: it was like amazing like she was this so is somebody res- you hear about she was so respectful she was like she was giving us energy to feed off of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, she don't got to do that. It was just oh, fire. rah rah shit. Yeah, yeah. And she had her daughter there, you know what I mean? It was like you could tell she's very stand up, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like her following up and then doing her record, it was just like all in all, that whole experience was a pleasure. Like she gave me like I think probably one of the craziest compliments mm. that I that I've always kept in mind. Like it's so crazy. She was like, oh who did the bass line here on the beat and then Buddha and Grants, you know, they point to me. And she's like, oh, this is like some 20, some 2018, 2019
2: RZA shit. Mm. Like,
1: I'm like, that's, that's probably one of the most unique compliments I've ever gotten in music to this day. That's like stamped in you right now. Yeah. it's like, that's fire to me because RZA (laughs) got some shit. Like, he's a legend in his own right. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like, even being put in that conversation with somebody that's like to me the closest thing getting the big mm-hmm. it's like
0: absolutely it's like
1: you're living your your actual dream. This shit is crazy.
0: You're living your dreams and your parents dreams. You know what I mean? Like
1: it's, <laughs> it's ill
0: that's fire. And now like what what has it been like for you working with some of like the female artists that you've worked with? Oh uh, like, working with the with the women no I've been working emerging. with
1: um, everything's been dope, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. Um I'm,
0: is the energy different? Is like the process different?
1: Oh, everyone's different, yeah. Um but you know, I work with certain uh creatives that I like to like executive produce things. Like I work with DJ Steph Cakes a lot. She's like mm. she's like a sister to me. We we work on a lot of things. Um she's uh working on a project, like she's E P in a project and I'm just you know. Giving my my input, mm-hmm. type of thing. I'm also giving her some beats, <laughs> so we'll see how that sounds. Um, I'm also working with another lovely lady that's that goes by the name of Pinky McCoy. Okay. I don't know if you know, she's she's super ill too. Um, she also does the same thing, but she curates a tape where it's like strictly female artists. Hmm.
0: We love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I like taking my hand in that too. Uh,
2: mm.
1: I had the pleasure of introducing Pinky to. Uh, an emerging act from my town
2: mm-hmm. named
1: Prada Mama. Mm-hmm. And she's doing the thing. Like, she's probably one of the most talented females in the city. Um, and Pinky took her for her intro. Ah. And, and that's a beat that me and uh, my boy Jesus did. So I Shout look out forward to, to that. Mayor. You know what I mean?
0: And I will say, you know, guys. It's it's all a connecting piece because I knew Casimir before I'm sitting here with Rondon right now, yeah. and that was a connecting piece. And our lovely person, Casimir, Chris Casimir, made the intro beat to Low Key Genius, and yeah. I'll forever be in total, total gratitude for that man. So, shout out to you, Chris. You're awesome. The legend. The legend. But that's awesome, and... I think, you know, females just putting on other females are just like, you know, you yeah, being that sort of connecting that, point for women in the industry because I'm sure it's already, it can already be very, very weird. It's already tricky for yeah. us as men. Individually,
1: mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So taking the risk with you is just mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's, it's really amazing. That's dope. Yeah. That's
0: dope. I mean... What has been your favorite part about just all of this? What has been your favorite, like some of your favorite parts about your journey as a whole?
1: Having the opportunity to see other places in the process of uh, joining new ventures. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've seen a lot since I've graduated high school, Mm -hmm. and it's all to music, literally. Like, I've been to Atlanta, LA, um, New Orleans?
0: Nolens.
1: Yeah, I love it over there. Um, right. Philly. I've been to Philly a few times. I love it there. Um
0: Is there a certain place that you feel like, you know, you'd go back to? Like you'd leave New York for?
1: I don't know. Uh, I love New York. Mhm. Um if you got if, if I were to choose to go somewhere it has to be somewhere that like can give me a, a a slight resemblance of home, you know what I mean? But you also have to know nothing's like New York.
0: Absolutely not. You know
1: what I mean? So, if I had to choose a, it might be Atlanta.
0: Mhm.
1: Out of everywhere, it might be Atlanta. That's and I even nice. just cuz of work, I just like the the hospitality. Mhm. You know.
0: I get you. I yeah. get you. I mean, one would say, you know, Atlanta and the music industry down there and everything that comes out of the South in general is like. Oh,
1: yeah. Every, there's a lot of influence down there. Hell there's yeah. been a lot of influence down there for some time. But, like, I don't know. I, I also just know, like, the way I aspire to live up here, mm-hmm. it it comes more natural to people down there. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean by, like, your, your class of living. I just mean, like, mm-hmm. the, the energy
2: okay. That's
1: that's that's put out there. You know what I mean? Like.
0: Can you elaborate on that a little bit more?
1: This might sound very crazy, but imagine you living in in a in a in an area mm-hmm. where you're not the only minority living well, and niggas say hi to you when when they pass you. <laughs> that should exist. You know. Sure. Yeah. You know?
0: I see what you mean. Yeah. It's not like I. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like New York is so about this, like, like we get to it. Like, we Everybody's get to about it, so, so you know? anybody that's not getting to it, it's not necessarily, like, to come off rude, but we, I feel like we just, in, in such a mindset where it's like, if you're not busy out here, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, so... That's just that's the New York vibe. Sometimes it's like not everybody's gonna stop to say hello to you, unless you make your presence known. Sometimes, like yeah, unless a, well, you are like, like hey, I, I'm thing. here.
1: Yeah, but like down there, they don't need that
0: mm-hmm.
1: at all. You know what I mean? And uh, there's a lot of people in New York trying to chase the same thing that there's as all the people in Atlanta, especially if you're talking about right. music or just mm-hmm. arts in general. The scene is just as big and just as active.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That doesn't change the love, though. People are way more willing to work. People are way more willing to just literally show love. Mm-hmm. And, and and keep it fundamental, of course, because we're just human beings. You know what I mean? You got to show love to right. the others of your kind.
0: Anywhere you would go outside of the U.S.?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I want to go to London. I, we've t- Off camera, we talked about this, though. Yes. I want to go there.
0: We love London. Yeah. We love it. How has, how has the grime scene influenced you as a producer as well? Cuz oh, I feel like it's man. not it's not talked about enough.
1: It isn't. And I and I also feel like I'm the only one out of my personal friends that actually like invest it gives in making it time. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that shit, bro. Like from from Dave to 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 Hust, everybody this hella niggas in that scene it's just the music that think? comes out of there period mm-hmm. it doesn't even got to be grime right just the music that comes out of there is amazing
0: i think it, overall it's just like it's such a different sound it's interesting to hear like what comes out of like you know that living in that area like yeah yet it's like the similarities between them and us and like you know we, we going through, like, the same shit, but it's it's all, like, the perspective and, like, how it's interpreted and, like...
1: And how it's presented to you, too. Exactly. is, is different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, like I love it, bro. Like, you know, prior to taking my hand and, like, helping women here, mm-hmm. I, I, it took women in the UK and London to make me realize, like, they I should be doing that. Really? I swear.
0: How?
1: Uh, So... Someone had put me on the uh, Lil' Sims. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's super fire. And she's on Top Boy and a bunch yeah, of other yeah. things. But I didn't make the correlation because I only heard her music. Mm-hmm. But I heard like the first three songs, I was automatically impressed. And I was like, oh damn, she's on her like boppy concert shit. And it's like, it don't turn me off. It don't make me mm-hmm. feel like she's like nerding out. It's like, this is really fire. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Damn, I gotta find some some women that's doing fire shit over here and and might not they might not all be rappers. Right. But I that can't be blind to that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like and I was definitely blind to it for some time. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Like Little Sims opened my mind so open to a lot of shit. Yeah. On another level. And she's super Ill. She's probably like top three out of everybody out there, in my opinion though.
2: Mm, yeah. That's a
0: strong comment to make. I nah, it ain't then again, I don't know many people that would debate you on grind music out here. So,
1: nah, she's she's super ill. Trust me, it's like her, Dave, and Stormzy for me.
0: Mm, Yeah. Some yeah. niggas Stor- crazy. I mean, Stormzy is like doing really well right now.
1: Yeah, he's 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 stamped in. You know what I mean? He's a doing super stamped Well, in. bro, pull up with nothing but yellow tape.
0: Nah, yeah. I mean, I think. I think that would definitely be, like, an interesting scene to be in musically. What? That'd be crazy. And That'd just be... to bring, like, a lot of, of course, like, what you know from already having been here. Yeah. And then to go over there and bring that.
1: What I really just look forward to there is a, it's, it's a different level of excitement. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, we, I'm aware of my options here as a creative. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that some people in the States take influence from other places, but before the drill scene, you wasn't really seeing that. Right. You know what I mean? Especially you talking about Europe influence. Mm-hmm. Like, this has opened my mind. Like, drill made me realize like there's so much more music that I'm not paying attention to mm. coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Now, now I feel like I'm at the greatest level of being a student to music because I'm not just listening to shit from here anymore. And you I was always out. doing that, but like with like Spanish music and like mm-hmm. Caribbean music, but like their tongue is different all yeah. the way. You know what I mean? And it's like it makes you feel like a little kid again because you're hearing shit that you're not familiar with, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh nah, this is fire.
0: You're hearing them make like certain connections that, like, yeah. you're like, damn, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it,
1: it's like it, you're excited about it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I know if I was ever given a chance to work with them. I'm gonna be super
0: hype, absolutely before,
1: during, and after. Like, that'd be
0: fun. Side note, but what would you be doing if you weren't doing music? Cause you're so passionate about music, and like, just just shout out to everybody in the music industry. Cause yeah. every time I talk to anyone involved in music, you would be hella passionate, and I yeah, love for to see sure. it. <laughs> Love to see it. But what would you be doing? Like, is there anything you could picture yourself doing?
1: I'll still be doing some form of art. Like, I don't know, I'll probably be, like, cooking or something. You cook? Yes.
0: For real? Like, not just breakfast? Like, no, like, I actually,
1: (laughs) yeah, I cook. Okay. I get that. I made some shit for Thanksgiving this year as well. Actually.
0: They let you in the kitchen? Yeah, (laughs)
1: Yeah. Like, actually. Yeah, I made, um, I made myself, uh, a four-cheese mac and cheese.
0: Okay. And, and they, sh- they trusted you with the mac and cheese.
1: Yeah. And then, <laughs> I don't know if you ever had pastelon
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tried something. Because i seen it on TikTok. This is me being real. i like, <laughs>
0: seen it on TikTok.
1: Yeah, but I I don't really see people try it like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I made a pastelón de tres golpes, which is like, you ever, you ever seen the mangú that comes with, like, salami yeah, as yeah, and yeah, cheese? Yeah, 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 Making a little, like, Dominican lasagna mm-hmm. out of that, basically with plantains, salami, cheese, eggs, onions. It's crazy.
0: That's crazy. But that's
1: fire for breakfast. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was like great
0: leftovers. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Cooking. I kind of can see you as a chef. I can see it. Like, you know, being in in your element. I mean, music and cooking, two things to be absolutely passionate about, to do it. It takes too much effort.
1: I'm blasting some music. You know what I mean? Everybody wins.
0: Period. Any favorite restaurants? Any... Because you seem like a foodie.
1: Can you not tell? (laughs) But um, there's like this Vietnamese spot that I go to. It's super in the the Vietnamese food? Yeah.
0: Never had it.
1: You're missing out, bro. I swear.
0: Any restaurant that you'd like either had a bad experience at and just haven't gone back or like is there anything that you don't eat like you won't eat it
1: no no (laughs) um i have anything i'm not allergic to at Mm. this point in my time in my my life i'm not really picky okay and if if i don't like it for real i'm I'm gonna probably tell you that after i try it
0: so you'll see so
1: i'm willing to try shit. yeah at okay. All times. Yeah.
0: Where's the best food you've ever had? If there is, if there is like one spot,
1: like a restaurant or a place.
0: Any place, like somewhere you went. Yeah, it Barbados. Was I think yeah,
1: Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, to this day.
0: Okay. I
1: had the craziest food.
0: What? Like just. I also think it
1: was the experience that came with it. I could be, you know, I could be tripping, <laughs> but like. We went to some spot off the beach, like, right off the beach, mm-hmm. and um, they gave us, like, roasted, coated shrimp with magpie and, like, all types of shit. And I ate, like, twice in, like, that one hour. It was so crazy. It was that good. Amazing. Like. I believe it. Like, you, you it's, it's rare for us to get food like that over here and actually have it. Freshly made food, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like that was an experience. I mean,
0: food from other countries. Well, some other countries, because I have been to a country where I was like, nah.
1: Not having it. it. <laughs> but <laughs> now, what I I, want, I I will tell you this: I have went to Cancun, and I and I could probably say that some of the Mexican food in America is better.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if y'all listening to this and y'all find this absolutely absurd (laughs) i'm sorry prove me wrong hit me up tell me some amazing spots to eat the next time i'm in mexico but cancun i i understand cancun is super touristy and i wasn't necessarily in cancun itself but like i was not feeling it and i was like i came all the way here (laughs) like Yeah,
1: I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of bougie, bro. Like, I'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you. I'm I'm honestly really bougie. Like, I Mm -hmm. went there, and for me, I'm trying to go and get the Cancun experience. Exactly. Homies is like, yo, we all trying to get Spanish food. What kind of Spanish, like Dominican Spanish food? Like, I I get that at home. Yeah. What What else we looking for? That was the best option. All around. Bro. I went to like one steakhouse though. I will tell you this. There's a one steakhouse that I went to, and they gave me like chicken fried steak.
0: Like fry. a breaded steak? Yeah. Ah.
1: But it was like mad fresh. I'm not going to lie. Like it was like a breaded filet. Okay. It wasn't like a skirt. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But that was like the best thing I had out there.
0: But yeah, no. I was like completely underwhelmed. And then there's like another different country that I'm like, their food is amazing. Like everything's fresh everything's great like we ain't never going back to america but <laughs> it I, I just couldn't understand that when i got from my trip and i was like this was not it right. like i couldn't wait to go home go to a fucking chicken spot
1: i fuck with the chicken spots too <laughs> like <laughs> I, I could i around. couldn't wait
0: is there a place that you're like oh i want to go there and i want to try x y and z
1: I definitely wanna go down south and have some like real real ripe brisket and shit, you know what I mean? Like Okay. Like real like real soul food. Like I need to be like in the midst of all of that. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to a few places that hold you down with like, a good plate, you feel me? But mm-hmm. like somebody gotta take me to their mom crib. Be in the heart yeah, of it. Somebody gotta take me to their mom <laughs> crib and, and really have me see all that. Like Come out with the family bucket. Mm-hmm. Give me the, the the mac, the yams, all that. Mm-hmm. I need all that. The collard greens, all that.
0: I feel that. You know what I mean? You're speaking to my soul right now. I feel I need that. All that. True, true. I think, I think for me, that's that's probably nolan's I I really want to. I, I need a really nice big bowl of gumbo. And I need some beignets. And I need a po' boy. I need That's I need crazy. a lot. <laughs> like, So I, I think that is what the... I think we just both need to like... We just need to clearly go to the South. <laughs> so we have to. We'll set it up. Clearly. So, down. any big plans for next year? Or are you just, just waiting to see what comes at you?
1: Oh, no. We're not waiting. Um... A lot of things are coming. Mm-hmm. We're finishing off the year strong, I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh, next year's going to be way bigger than the past couple of years, I'll tell you for sure.
2: Woo. Yeah.
0: Talking hot right now.
2: Come on. Are
0: you still, like, you know, because you're clearly working with, like, some awesome, some amazing people, but are you, I don't know, are there any artists that are emerging that are still, like, they, you got a spot for them? like?
1: I don't know, there's a lot of niggas, bro. <laughs> there's a lot of but nah there's a lot of people in my mm-hmm. town in my, in my state that are coming with some shit I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie like I'm gonna run into them trust me I will okay. and, and, and some shit gonna come but I don't know I also wanna find a lot of young niggas outside of here
2: mm-hmm.
1: I love New York but I, I need, need for myself I need to go see it somewhere else you know what I mean so I might go to LA I might go to to the A. Definitely. See what this downside scene is like. Might go to Memphis, might go to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit will be fire. It'll mm-hmm. be like with Sada Baby and 42 Doug and shit like that. That'd be fire. That'd be fire. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think definitely like that vent- venturing out, like taking your talents elsewhere, looking for other people to connect with your talents. I think that's is brave. Yeah. It's brave, and it's like it's you taking in like, I've learned what I could here, and now I want to take it somewhere, and yeah. like do something else with it, or it's, like and take in other shit home. from another place, like.
1: Absolutely, and all I know that's that's all with the intention of bringing those wins back home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like literally, like I don't know. That's I feel like there's gonna be a point in time where I feel like. I did everything I could in the mm-hmm. east. There's fifty. There's fifty states. You feel me, like. Sure. Which I get crazy.
0: I mean, that time is no time soon. You're just getting started from yeah. what you sound like.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> but do you have any sort of advice to any young guy, girl trying to like you know just make their make a way for themselves in this industry essentially whether it be through producing or being an artist or like um what would you say to that person listening to this possibly listening to low key genius right now hi guys
1: every genius is consistent Mm. at at some point you know what I mean you gotta be that and and also uh be 100% accepting of Everything weird about you uh, that's gonna make you shine. You know what I mean? Like, that and always remain a student. Like, if you get lit, cool. Mm -hmm. Don't buy into that. Mm -hmm. Because you're playing a long game. You know what I mean? Like, it's 2020 now. Let's say me and you do an interview in six years. It shouldn't be no different. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe with the music that's out, but that's probably it.
0: Absolutely. We're playing yeah. a very long game here. I don't I, well, I don't know about y'all, but...
2: <laughs> feel me?
0: Do you know? But thank you, thank you for uh, coming. No, thank you for Talking me. to us, being on this last episode of season one of Loki Genius. You got yeah. any plans for New Year's?
1: I'll probably go get crazy with the homies. Okay. Yeah. Ain't
0: hey, nothing too bad about that.
1: You're more than welcome to join us, you feel me?
0: thank you always valid (laughs) no it's
1: always love to low-key genius thank Thank you
0: guys for tuning in on this last episode of season one and thank you guys for tuning in on every episode throughout season one of low-key genius it's been an amazing journey and i will see you guys in the next year so you know what to do you know where to find me i am your host kiana at kiana.m triple j on instagram also at Key genius on instagram rondon thank you so much for talking to us oh,
1: thank you hey yo don't sleep on kiana man she's doing the podcast game but she got a lot of sleep bro don't sleep
0: <laughs> okay see you guys soon hugs
2: kisses and more blessings upon your life bye